What's up, everybody? Welcome to another great episode. Today we have Lauren and we talk about manifestation boards, the power of that, what pull versus push means in your energy and so much more. I think you're going to really, really like this episode. Let's dive in and hear what she has to say. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another great episode of the Guyao Now Show. I am your host, Bob McIntosh, and I am very excited today. My business partner actually is the one who introduced me to our current guest that we have on today. And um, she is no less of a complete badass in the world of personal development. She's been doing it for 31 years, written five books, speaks for Tony Robbins. Um, so when we talk about getting out of your own way, I mean, this is sort of like the pinnacle of what that would probably look like for a lot of us. And not necessarily that we all want to do those specific things, but she's clearly done a lot to get out of her own way because you don't get to that level of success unless you've done a lot of a lot of things and worked through a lot of things. And especially, at least from my experience in the personal development world, um, that happens to be even more true. So Lauren, I'm super excited to have you on. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Bob. I am super excited and I adore Gigi. So this is cool. And I love the title of everything. I'm going to just add a word in there. Get out of your own dang way, if you want. We're not a kid-friendly show, so we, oh, we, get, okay, okay. we get that Go nice range. So you, way. you need to drop yeah. an F-bomb here or there. I try not to, but, you know, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, so uh, some of the folks that are on here might know you just because um, of the Tony world, but maybe they don't. So I'd love for you to just give us a little background about who you are, what you've done, where you come from, so that anyone who doesn't know you gets to know you a little bit better. Awesome. Well, thank you again. So let's see. Let's go way back. I'm just a little girl from North Carolina with some big dreams. I'm from Asheville, North Carolina. I went to the university. I was just there. I literally just got back from Asheville yesterday. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. Did you did you stay at our Airbnb? Who knows if you did or not? <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't only because uh, one of my uh, two of my good friends from California just sold their place and moved to uh, to Asheville from um, Orange County, and so I was there. Oh wow. Well, Asheville's very different now than it was when I was there. Um, you know, I'm 55 now, and actually I feel better in my 50s than I did when I was younger. And uh, because I think I've really taken all that I've learned and really applied as much as I can, you know, to my life and continue to grow. But, you know, I think like a lot of people, we, we grew up with this whole, this is how you're supposed to do life, right? I mean, I remember... I went to school and I went to college and everybody says, you're going to move to Atlanta and you're going to go work for this, you know, this TV, whatever, CNN, I'll just throw it out there, right? <laughs> you're going to go work for CNN. And then, that, and I remember graduating from college and I went to go for an interview and I was like, is this really what I want? You know, is this really, I remember sitting there in the interview and uh, just going, if I say yes to this, is it really going to you know, allow me to do what I said I've dreamt of doing in my life. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. I think I'm going to move to Colorado and work on my doctorate of waitressing degree. And I think it was really, <laughs> once again, it starts with just getting out of my own, you know, getting out of my own way. I was, uh, you know, it was like, there was this dream, right. And then it seems like almost like reality sucks you back, back into things instead of remembering that the dream is what's real and that reality is kind of like, like test to go, are, are you really, do you really believe in yourself enough to believe in that big dream? So that's where it started. I moved to Colorado. Then I just had an opportunity to move to California. I didn't know anybody. And I moved to California and I worked on what would be considered like the job. And I worked for the Del Mar Thoroughbred Club and I, uh, I loved it. But there was a part that was missing for me. And that was that part of contribution. My parents raised me with really strong contribution values. 
My, you know, my dad was in the Lions Club for 52 years. You know, we delivered brooms and sold light bulbs for the, you know, for the blind. And so I was missing that part in my life. And in November 1989, I ended up at a big house in Del Mar, but everybody had a big house in Del Mar. And uh, there were about 25 people there. And I was like, oh, this is cool. What great people. They're all about contribution. And my boyfriend in college had bought me. Uh, so this was 1987. He had bought me. We had come back from a football game, completely sober, as we know, coming back from a football <laughs> game. And uh, back then, there there, no, right? There were no personal development books. There were just books. And he sees this book in the window, and it says "Unlimited Power." And he's like, "Oh my God, that is so you!" And I'm like, "What?" And we turned the book over, and I'm like, "He goes, one day we're going to go to that guy's seminar." I'm like, "You're a freak. I'm going to, you know, move to Atlanta and, you know, do all that anyway." He. Um, so anyway, the house that I ended up at was Tony's house. And um, I was walking through the turret of the castle and I see this guy in Nelson Mandela and I see that book, you know, that my boyfriend bought. And I'm like, oh my God, that's that book. And uh, <laughs> so Tony comes up behind me and he's like, have you read my book? I'm like, no, but I have it. And um, anyway, it was a great night. I ended up meeting, you know, some amazing people that are still in my life today. My, I also met my kid's uh, dad. So you just never know what will happen when you go do some contribution work. So, um, and then I went and there you go. That's the book. That's, That's the, the book. book. I'm, for those of you listening, I'm holding up the, uh, the, the unlimited, unlimited power. power. <laughs> and, uh, and it was pretty crazy because I, you know, six months later, I was still, what happened was I left that night more aware and uh, more awake, I would say. I think that lots of times we have an experience and we go, oh my God, that was so great, but it can't really be like that. And that's once again where you have to go, you need to get out of your own damn way because I, I, I was finally awake to what I knew was possible, but I started being sucked back into reality. But, but you got to get a job, you know, you got to have a job, you have to pay your bills, you have to do all of these things. But once you have that little angel tapping you on the shoulder going, you know that they're out there, you know, if you, if you really want to do it, it's available to you. And um, so six months later, I ended up, I was renting a room from a friend of mine and it turned out he was renting a room to a friend of his, but he didn't think that we would cross paths because he was renting out the same room. And there was a guy sleeping in my bed and I did not invite him there. And that <laughs> once again is my kid's father. And uh, I went to go work on the road, just helping however could in production. And I worked in the production department. Then Tony asked us to um, ask me to move to Fiji to launch the life mastery program for him. And so we moved our whole family, we moved our family to Fiji we were doing about 36 week-long programs a year. No one, it, it, we just come off of this whole big program, you know, that everybody talked about in Hawaii. And they're like, it's never going to work, you know, in Fiji and Tony's not there and the whole thing. And I'm like, it'll work. And, <laughs> and we did. I mean, determination. It's the, it, it, it was determination and, and it was, what was really interesting about it. And I really wanted to share about getting out of your own damn way is that, I remember being there in Fiji and looking at like all of the manuals and all the videos and all of the like stuff that I had to learn. And I remember they're going, Oh my God, there's just so much, there's so much to learn. And I, and the participants were arriving the next day. And I remember saying to Tony, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. I, I don't know. There's just so much to learn. And I remember him saying to me, Lauren, I brought you here. I said, Tony, there's people with more talent. There's people with more skill. There are people with more. There's always going to be like they talk about some cities in America. I won't mention them specifically, but they talk about certain cities that they're the cities of never enough, never rich enough, never pretty enough, never talented enough, never enough. Right. So there's always going to be somebody with more in some way. He, I said, well, why did you bring me here? 
I said, because there definitely are people with more talent and skill and whatever. He's, and, and, but I knew that there was one thing that I had and that was, I had more heart. I had, I'm not that people didn't have a heart, but I had a heart. I was going to give it all to those participants. And he said, I, he said, Lauren, I brought you here because I knew you'd take care of the people. I knew it. I knew you would take care of them. And, and, and I'm like, okay, I know how to do that. And I think we make things way too complicated. And that's why we get in our own way. We're just like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to learn this. I'm supposed to learn this. No, I'm supposed to learn this. I'm just, you know, it's no, 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 no. And um, instead of just really diving in deep and think about who are you and what really makes you unique. So how about that? That's a long, I'm a mama. I have um, <laughs> three, I have three children plus a bonus daughter. My son is 24. He's actually right now in, um, where is he? He's out of the country somewhere at a learning about a cacao ceremony. And I texted him this morning. I'm like, how's it going? He's like freaking amazing. You know, my other son is an Instagram <laughs> influencer who started when he was 11 years old and he's now 20, he'll be 21. And he's in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I have a, a, a 13 year old daughter who God bless her. I love her so very much because she has got the biggest heart. She's like, mom, is my friend? Okay. Because she, my, her friend was stuck in the Texas uh, storms. You oh, know, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. hard. And then I have, right now going through that. So she was like so concerned. She's like, what can we do for everybody? How can we help? And then I have an awesome bonus daughter who's in medical school. So I feel very blessed. And I met my, my, my husband. Um, we met 10 years ago this year. We met at baggage claim. So you never know where you're <laughs> going to meet somebody. Anyway, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I, and I love all this. And I think um, if I can kind of summarize this a little bit, which is going to be hard to summarize all of that per se, but um, you just followed your heart. It seems like is, is what you, you did. You know, you, you're delivering everything you're doing. You're saying, Hey, this is what makes sense to me. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Sometimes I think they think, Oh man, like I can't do that because of yeah. insert reason here, whatever the reason is, doesn't really matter. Um, but they, they struggle with that. The idea of that. Well, so, you know, and, well, you know, it's interesting that you say about that. I think that people have to realize that pull is more powerful than push. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just got off a, I kind of do these um, 15 minute just kind of discovery calls with people. And this woman, I met her and she's like, I want to do this. And I'm like, are you following your put? You know, are you following your pull or are you doing it because everybody else is doing it? And she started to cry. You know, I said, so, so you're exactly right about that. I just like when I feel that pull, I know that I have to move forward. That's so true. And it's funny you say that because actually just last night I was uh, saying to Gigi, my business partner, I was like, I feel right now because I'm going to go, going to spend two months in Austin, Texas. I was like, I literally feel energetically pulled yep. to go there. And yep. I, I was like, I can't even, it's like not a feeling like a person, like I can't put words to it. It just, it feels right when I think about it. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I can't, the last time I felt that was when I moved to LA for 10 years and I loved, yep. I loved it. There was a lot of greatness about that. Um, a lot of, you know, negatives like taxes, but you know, <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I love, I love that. And I love the, the idea of pull versus push talk. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like in your experience, what does that look like for people? And, and uh, yeah. And I think that's once again, where we let reality suck us back in, you know, there's a, one of my, my favorite books right now um, is by Mark uh, Roundoff. You got, he started uh, Netflix and the book was called that'll never work. I mean, how many times have we heard that'll never work, right? I remember right. when I wrote my first book, um, unless you were a celebrity or already written a bunch of books, I mean, not your everyday person was writing a book, right? right of course. And, and that was, so that was 25, 26 years ago. And, and I remember somebody saying to me, you're going to write a book? Like, why are you? Like, you know, and I'm <laughs> like, 
and I remember that like then I, I felt that like you know that part of me that took it so personally and I'm and instead of real and I remember standing up to that going yeah I'm gonna write a book I'm gonna write a book and people like, are gonna why not it. me right and then, yeah and so I think once again if you can just tune out all of the noise around you there's so much noise there's so much noise and uh, there, another one of my favorite books it's uh I think it's called Becoming God. It's from the Kabbalah Center. And, you know, you, you think about it this way. If there's a mountain, right, and part pulls away from the mountain, what do we call it? What do we call it? A landslide. Oh, okay. Board, I, yeah, I, was like, I don't know. Like, right? my, in my mind, I'm picturing like a part of the mountain like floating off into space. And I'm like, I don't know what that's called. <laughs> and I have no idea why I thought of that of anything. A planet, else. I guess. <laughs> a planet, a star. Like, no, but we mean, like, Avatar, we got like floating mountains going around here. <laughs> well, well, think about it though. If part pulls away from the mountain, they call it a landslide. They call it a boulder. It, you know, and what, but here's the truth. Isn't it still part of the mountain? It's still part of the mountain. Yeah. But we create that separation, right? Like we, I mean, not, you know, we're the ones that create that separation. Instead of what I love that you and Gigi are working together is she realized that there is power in, you know, coming together. If we would decide, if we would decide overall, in, if, look at anything right now, anything. You could, you could talk, I don't know, not, let's not talk politics, but think about it. The power of coming together versus the power of pulling apart. Everything right. creates separations. Look at... There's a, I love when someone goes, well, what does guidance st stand for? And, you know, it means God, you and I dance, right? What a beautiful thing, right? So that's still part of the mountain. But like when we're, when our ego starts to do this, I'm, I'm going to do this on my own and I'm going to do this and that, and I'm going to do it. All it's doing is creating a separation. That's why masterminds, that's called collaboration. That's why you guys doing a business together is more powerful. So that to me, um, you talk about the power of pull versus push. Anytime I'm, I'm feeling like, God, this is pulling. I don't know why. I don't know why. Anytime I start trying to figure out why, I, it, everything always gets screwed up. But when I just keep <laughs> following it, right? I don't know I'm why. Totally get it. it's, it's like my friend. I mean, I'm working on a big project um, that a friend of mine has really been, he, he called me and has been kind of hounding me about it's like when people see it in you more than sometimes when you see it in yourself. It's not even that you don't see it in yourself. You're just afraid to express it sometimes, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so, like, I think that he said, Megas, or what is it? What's the big dream? You've been dancing around all of some of these things right now. What's the big dream? And finally, I just said it. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you know, how much time are you putting on it? And he goes, how much of it is pulling you? I'm like, it's always pulling me. It's be pulling me forever. And he's like, I can't wait to see you getting out there. Right. So it's like we really do have to get out of our own way and just start to take action towards those things that are pulling us versus feeling like a push. So I, I love it. I hope I love that's it. helpful. No, it is. I think it's I think that's great. And I want to ask you to go a little bit deeper on one thing that you said. So you talked about there's a lot of noise out there that we, we get. Right. And that noise distracts us from where we're going or from, from that that uh, pull a lot of times. But what happens for someone when that noise comes from those that they trust the most deeply or the ones that are closest to them? Because I feel like that's often the case. It is a case, right? You know, I remember years ago when Bob Proctor, uh, who I adore, I don't know if you are familiar with Bob, I love him. Yep. Yep. I actually helped him arrange some of his events probably about 25 years ago as well. I was just on that clubhouse, Laurel Langmire. It was when she was first starting. I remember it was at an event here in, uh, in Vegas and I wasn't living here in Vegas yet. And I had just written my book and I'm like nursing my son and running around the event and doing all of these uh, <laughs> things. And 
And I said, Bob, I go, I don't get it. I go, if my friend wrote a book, I'd be freaking so excited. I'm like, go, you're so excited for everybody. I go, why? I go, you're unbelievable. And he said, Lauren, it's not that people aren't excited for you. Is that they're afraid that you're going to leave them behind. Mm. And you're going to find maybe a new group of friends or you're going to have people who who really do believe in you or that they're not going to feel threatened by all this. It just happened to me literally two days ago. One of my dearest, dearest, dearest friends in the world, she um, and a girl that's on my team, we were putting together my, what that big project was that I was telling you about. And she goes, you know what? And, she, and her intention was good. My friend's intention was good. She totally believes in me. She totally loves me. She totally like all of those things. She's my number one cheerleader. Um, but she unintentionally said something that my, the girl that works with me goes, well, that's BS, you know, type of thing. <laughs> she said, you know, you should probably start here because you don't have a million followers, you know? So and immediately, you know, she said, it's not possible for you to go to make a big leap, you know, with right. regards to it. And I felt myself start to shrink for a second. I'm like, maybe she's right. Maybe I can. And then, and then like afterwards, like, oh, no, mm -mm. I'm just going <laughs> for it. Right. So I think your awareness is super, super important. Um, those people, their intention, I think you have to remember their intentions are good. They don't want to see a, you get hurt or they want to, but I don't know about you, but like my biggest lessons have always come during the tough times. You know, I heard Bear Girls right. speak many, many, many years ago, and I adore him as well. I adore a lot of people, as you can tell. <laughs> but um, <laughs> That's a good thing. That means you have a lot of love to give, and that's a, that's a, a great lot, thing. And I just, I, you know, I, I think that there's always something to learn from somebody, right? There's always something to learn. But I remember that um, when I heard Bear Girls speak, and he said, you know what, Lauren? I'm not Lauren. He didn't talk to me. I felt like he was talking to me. He said, everybody's got an Everest. <laughs> you know, everybody's got an Everest. He knew it was going to be tough. So if there's a big vision, big dream that you have, there's going to be hard stuff. It's going to, but you've got to embrace the heart. And he was like, you know, there were times when I didn't think I could make it. He goes, but I had that vision of being at the top of Mount Everest, right? And so embrace the suck, embrace the hard, whatever that you want to call it. So that's what I would say to it. Embrace when people are saying oh, you can't do that, embrace that they love you and that they care about you, um, but just keep moving forward. You know, you just you you've got to stay connected to what it is. So it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. I love that. No, I love that. It's funny. I, I follow a, a girl on Instagram who is probably about two years ahead in her agency from where, about where we are, and um, she has a, a sticky note on her mirror that I've noticed a bunch of times, and it says "Hold the vision." And I love that. Like what you just said is like, hey you know, and Bear Grylls, that advice from him saying, hey, like, this is the vision. I see this. I know what I'm going for. And yeah, it's going to be hard, but we can keep making it happen no matter what. And, and, and I, I love that these, my, my mirror, you can't even see that I have a mirror because it's all um, full with my years of um, manifestation boards. And <laughs> I keep it in my, everybody's like, people walk in my bathroom, they're like, where's your mirror? Like, and I'm like, it's somewhere behind there, you know, within there, but I've got all my boards there. Because for me, I'm focused on if I really want to create that, if I am really committed to that, who do I need to become? Who do I need to become and my identity of how I see myself, how, you know, my finances and the people that I hang around, it is freaking crazy. I mean, I, I can't, I mean, I've got them all. I've got like, I've got about 50 of them literally right here. I'm actually going to pull them out. <laughs> literally, literally right here. Probably about 50 of them. 
right wow. here, but it's all for, the, for those of you listening. There's like so it's like a, like a vision board. She's got a whole thick stack of them. That's awesome. I've got like, <laughs> but it's but the whole focus of it is who do I need to become, right? What do I need to believe about myself? What do I need to believe about this vision? What do I need to believe about the people I even hang around? I have a list. It's called my Nifty Fifty, and those are the top people, top fifty people I do anything for. But people come and go, go off that Nifty Fifty list, right? Like mm. when something comes up as a little red flag. Doesn't mean that I don't love them, but I just need to move some people around. Like we just met some great people uh, in October and they're now, and, and we went to dinner with them last night. And I was like, I think I moved them up to my nifty 50. They make me feel good. <laughs> I think you've got to be evaluating people, uh, evaluating things too. And just go, how did I feel when I got off that call? How did I feel when I was just with those people? Really? Once again, when you're aware, you make better decisions when you eat better, right? How do you feel afterwards? I feel great. Then you probably right. should do more of it. How did I feel when I did that? I felt great. You know, how did I feel after talking to Bob and Gigi? I felt great, right? So all of those type of things, it's very, very important because then it won't feel like push. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will almost be like things are coming. For me, I, I, I'm so grateful because, and I, I'm sure you're feeling the same way. I'm so grateful. I don't feel like I'm having to like go like this all the time. I feel like things are just like coming, things that I never, like, holy doggies. But we know <laughs> it's all energy, right? You just said it 100%. about going to Austin. So, 100%. It's funny you talk about the Nifty 50. I, I kept, there's an episode of Seinfeld. I don't know if you've ever watched Seinfeld or not or, or the, the TV show, but there's the, the speed dial. And where you are in the speed dial is, you know, where you are in relationship to that person. And they, <laughs> they keep fighting over who's first. And I'm like, oh, man, like, it's like the speed dial thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to ask you a little bit more about your your manifestation slash vision boards, whatever you want to call them. Um, so, and the reason I want to ask about this is I know a lot of folks out there who have done the exercise, but then they're like, oh, you know, it's stupid, it doesn't work, like I don't believe it. So, what, like, obviously, well, you obviously right? firmly believe in it because you have a whole thick stack of them. So, tell me more about like what is it, like, is there a process that you go through? Like, yes. I'd love to know more about your yep. vision for your vision boards. Yeah, well, and I don't call them vision boards. Once again, I do call them manifestation boards because I think vision, and I'm, I'm actually just recorded an audio class. I'll give it to you so that you can, you know, give it out or whatever. But it, it really frustrates me, honestly, that people don't take it seriously. Mm -hmm. um, I've done it, like I said, I'm 55. I've done it since I was 12 years old. My mom sent me like old ones that I have done. And um, once again, my whole process is all about who do you need to become? When I wrote my first book, I, I think we all have a winning formula. And I look for myself, like, what's my winning formula? What's my winning formula? I get to this point, and I'm like, I go like, like I get like emotional and I'm like, I gotta do something about it. And then I like journal about it. And like, I write, like I put on my favorite music and I just journal about it. And um, then I go and I will, I will do a board. And I think about if I really wanna make this happen, what do I need to do? How do I need to show up? I, I do it in the, the Bagua quadrants. And I go, in my identity, in the people that I hang around, in my creativity, in my relationships, in my health, in my finances, in my career, in my skills and knowledges, in my skills and knowledge. And I just, and I, I mean, everybody, everybody, I'm sure there's not anybody that knows me that will, will tell you that I, that I, I am always constantly reevaluating. I'm like, okay, well, what, like I'm looking at this one right now. So mine as with regards to, my how I want to be seen in the world. The big in big bright letters right there, it says the real deal, badass and beautiful, bold, you know, making myself proud. And it shows, you know, like some things over there, places, you know, it shows uh, you know, just me, my husband, you know, picture of us and 
you know, together we touch the sky. And so then how I want to, I want to, I want to look and feel young, hot damn, right. Shared vision. So I'm like, so for me, I'm always looking like, do I need to reevaluate? Do I need to reset my goals? Some, do I need to have those people in my helpful people category? Or do I need to take them off? Do I need to switch some people? So for me, once again, it reminds me once how I need to show up every day. And if I'm not showing it, it keeps me in check. It really, really keeps me in check. And once again, if I'm off, I mean, some of them I've been off on. And then I'll right. just make a new That's one. That's okay. That's okay. But I will set specific outcomes for each each one, each category. I make it more, um, I don't just say like my areas of health. I, Gigi can tell you this. I've had the category that I've given myself of that I'm a fit, foxy, endurance vixen. Well, I want to freaking feel that way till I'm, you know, 105. I don't want to just feel that way when I was 32. So that category like gets me fired up of who I am. And yeah, so I think that, you know, there, there's a gazillion studies, right? There's the, the Yale study, Harvard study, MBA study that talked about the people that um, they asked 100 people what their visions were, what their goals were, and that 83% of them didn't do anything. They didn't write anything down. They didn't think about anything. And then the ones that wrote it down or just, no, that even just had an idea in their head, um, they ended up, I think it was like 13%, they ended up making twice as much as the people who didn't set any goal at all. And then right. the people, then there was like a very small percentage of people, like 2%, 3% of the people that they ended up making more than like the whole 90, whatever percent of the, of the class that didn't do anything. So when they actually, you know, took the action, wrote it down, visuals. I mean, I think one of the first people I really learned a lot from was Jack Canfield. You know, I mean, he was a teacher. I mean, he was a teacher. I remember being at a Louise Hayes event probably like 30 something years ago. My, my um, kid's father's brother, he was a teacher. And I remember it was $200 for this like manual of like all these cool exercises for teachers. I mean, can you imagine like before PDFs and before all this stuff? And I was like, oh my gosh, like if we could help kids learn better. And guess what he talked about? Vision boards. <laughs> I mean, it was a big thing that Jack Canfield. I mean, your brain, we are visual, we are wired. So, um, I mean, if that, if, if visuals didn't work, if visuals didn't work, YouTube wouldn't work, Facebook, um, what Instagram, all of these things that we're using now, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, you can't say it. So it, and I say, I say manifestation because you need vision, but okay. you need Goya, you need Goya. You need to get off your ass and go do something. And that equals manifestation. I think too many people like intend and attend, and then they don't get off their butt and go do something. I'm, I'm very, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I'm very messy with the way that I do things. I have great people on my team. I finally have an amazing team, uh, you know, for an executive assistant who like keeps me organized. And I have a great person who helps me with creative. I have some great virtual assistants. You know, I have, I maximize my resources. I'm messy. Um, not messy, like desk messy, just messy. I'm like, I'm one of those girls. I just like say, yes, I do it. And sometimes it works <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't, doesn't work. But I say too many people, um, you know, get paralyzed by doing nothing. I don't right. know way too many people. I, I think that the reason why personal development for me, what, what frustrates me after all of these years is that I'll see people and they're like, that was great. And we say that, self-help becomes shelf-help and then they don't do anything. Right. There's a friend of mine and I won't mention his name, but he was, had been at a program that I was teaching 
And uh, he had, he, they had just done this really cool exercise and he comes to share the next morning and it's like, oh my God, like during that exercise, I had this amazing vision about my mom and this tree and that what I would happen when I was little and oh my God, and I need to write a book about it. And I'm like, awesome, let's do it. You know, I mean, I freaking would have sat there and just written, sat down two hours later <laughs> and sat down literally and wrote the book with him. Wrote so the book. He, wrote, yeah. But what, so he, he, I would see him at events and I'm like, so, so-and-so like, what's up with the book? He goes, Oh, I haven't gotten started yet on it. I'm like, seriously. Then I'd see him the next year. I'm like, so-and-so, you know, what's up with the book? He's like, I haven't done it yet. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. What's like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> and so then I remember it was like five years later, he shows up an event. We were in New Jersey. We're in this tent in the garage because there wasn't any room. And he walks up to the front of the room. He goes, I have an announcement. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he goes, Lauren, I finally did it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> right? So I live for moments like that when people, like, I would rather somebody not work, you know, like, like say yes, like, uh, versus, like, I want them to make sure they do the work. Like, I was just sharing, like, I'm right. I go, I mean, coaching, like, I love it. But a lot of times people don't do the work, you know? So that's. Kind of, I mean, I have my goggles here because my goggles remind me that I sit here at my desk and it's time to get laser focused too. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> there's times just to hunker down. So I think getting out of your own way has a lot to do with even getting laser focused. At, even, even if it's just, when I wrote my book, I, I didn't have any guidelines. There was nobody who'd done some of these things before. Nobody, there was nobody there guiding me. Of right. What do I need to do? I was just like, okay, I'm going to sit down 15 minutes every day after everybody goes to sleep. And I'm going to, you know, there was nothing to look on it online. There wasn't like, you know, books to look through online. I had to like <laughs> go to Barnes and Noble and like, you know, look at books and whatever. And then, but I would take 15 minutes and just focus on my vision. So anyway, I know that was a long of short of my manifestation boards, but no, I think this, no, I think this is important. And <clears throat> for all of you uh, watching or listening, you know, I want you to think about when was the last time you created a manifestation board? When was the last time that you sat down and actually thought about what you actually want and directed it? Because I think too often we find ourselves almost in autopilot going in, you know, maybe it was the right direction a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. But, um, you know, and this thing I know Tony always says, and this is part of where three degrees consulting came, comes from, part of it anyways, is that a ship off course by even just one or two degrees or three degrees yeah. um, in 100 miles is going to be way far and 1,000 miles is going to be insanely far. Yeah. And so you got to think about what, what are you doing? And, and even if you did it once, why haven't you done it again? And so how often do you do these? Is, is it just like when you energetically feel like you need to, or do you like make a point to do it every year? Well, I make sure I do it on my birthday for sure every year. Okay. And then I do one for, I do a big class. Cause I, I donate all the money. Like when I do this class for them, all the money, I created these affirmation. I am cards about six years ago and we create these blessing backpacks and we've delivered thousands and thousands of backpacks. So I wanted a contribution piece, something that I a project that I could take and make it a contribution piece. So I do it on my birthday. I do it every, which is in November, but then I do it again, new years for me. And I'm looking at this one right now. Um, and I'm like, Oh, I'm feeling really good about that one. Right. Like I'm looking <laughs> right. at it. So, but I, I would say you got to check in. We talk about it, right. You can't track what you don't measure. <laughs> of course, and of course. Too many times people are not tracking like, are they on course or are they off course, right? Do you need somebody to hold you to it? Like, like I hired a trainer, you know, I needed, that was the piece that was the the missing piece for me. I feel really good in, in all other areas of my life. I was like, 
And he comes and I, I can't wait for the day where I'm excited for him to come over, you know, and like me to do the, right. the things. But it's like, that's what I mean. Like, it's going to be work, but it's worth it. Like when he told me that I went from 28% fat to 19 per, or, or, you know, to 19%. I was like, all right, progress, 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 progress. Same thing with everything. And I think the challenge is that, um, like I said, with, when I was talking to Bob, I, I spoke to him because he did the forward to my book called The Courage to Raise a Gentleman. And I said, Bob, I owe you an apology. And he said, why? What's up, Lauren? I said, you know, I used to poo-poo the whole idea that you've been in this industry for so long or you've done this for so long. I said, but time in the trenches is really important. And I think <laughs> what's happening, unfortunately, for a lot of people is that they might be the spark for a little bit of time, but they're not that flame. And I don't know about right. you. I want, I want to leave a legacy where people know she walked her talk from the minute that she woke up until the minute, you know, with regards right. to everything. And I think that people just need to be a little bit more patient and a little bit, you know, a little bit more, as I would say, patiently persistent and just keep moving forward. I wasn't ready when I was 36 to do some of these things I'm talking about doing now. You know, I, w I wasn't ready. I would like to have right. thought that I was, but I wasn't. I needed to surround myself with some different people. I needed to, um, I had a lot more work to do. Um, and so listen to those people who are telling you, you know, that they might, you might be learning, you might have something to learn there. So now, now I'm ready, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. And I see, I see it all the time. The, um, I actually had someone contact me the other day. They're like 21 years old and they're like, Oh yeah, uh, I'm an internet marketing expert. I'm like, bro, I've been doing internet marketing since you were like a child. No, no offense. Like, I'm sure you have a lot of information and that's great. And I'm sure for the right person, that's, that's where it is. But you know, know your audience too, when you're approaching someone, if you're not ready to be there, that's okay. Um, yeah. and it's just not, not to say that you shouldn't be doing what you're doing, but just understand how you're right. approaching, what you're approaching and wh why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. And then, but then my, there, there's my son who's 21 or who's turning 21 and he's been doing Doing, he started with Vine videos when he was 11 years old, there you, go. <laughs> you know, and he's been like, some people like, oh, you're just some, he goes, I've been doing this for 10 years, you know, and he goes, he goes, mom, I want to be an influencer who actually influences people, you know, I don't want to just be, he, he said, you know, it's you're not, saying, not about the count, it's about the influence, no, and that's an important thing, I think. A very important thing, he actually was talking to me about that, he goes, you know, mom, I'm really proud of you, I'm like, why are you proud of you, because I know you, like, had a lot of people that were trying to get you to, like, do some of their things, and you're like, I want to grow it organically, I want it to be real people, I want it to be this and that, and, you know, because people will always know when it's not real, and mm -hmm. I think people need to realize there are no shortcuts. <laughs> there are no nope. shortcuts. It's like, it's like I've been doing all these 15-minute um, discovery calls that I was talking about. And I love it, right? But I, I love it because um, what it's done is it's, it's causing – now I have systems in place. Now I'm really getting to know people more. It's not just spending, like, you know, money where I might not know if it's working or not. I'm, like, really, really, really getting to know them. So that works for me. But I think you've got to find what works for you, but get out of your way. Get out of your way. I love this. Yes. <laughs> and I, I love when guests use it too, because it's just like, yes, I know, I knew on, on to something here. We're, we're making it work. <laughs> yes, you are very much so. Okay, perfect. So uh, what other, I guess, what other advice would you give for someone for, from a, a manifestation standpoint? Since we're kind of on that path, I'd love to know, you know, aside from your boards, is, is there any other specific advice that you would give someone for what they need to create and in, in, or, you know, actions they need to take to create something for themselves? 
Well, I think that, first of all, you know, I think that you were talking, was it, we were talking about fear a little bit as well. You know, we talked mm -hmm. about that there's only two fears that you're born with, um, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. And every other fear is a learned fear, right? Everything else is a learned fear. And I, you know, in, one of my, in my book, Life Tune-Ups, I have a quote from Irma Bomback, and it is, at the end of my life, I'll want God to use, you know, I want to just slide on into heaven because I want mm -hmm. to know that God just used every bit of talent that she gave me. Right. So for me, um, you just got to do it. Like, I mean, if you, let's just go back to Nike. I mean, you, some <laughs> things are going to work. So I can't tell you how many dang projects of things that I've tried and, you know, and it like, I'm like, really? Like, or redesign the website or redid a video or redid this, this, or like redid a talk. And you just, you have to find out, I would say for everybody, get out there and say, when people think of you, you know, ask people, when people think of you, what do they think of? You know, right. what, what do they think of? Find out. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, and that I think gives you a lot more, um, like I'm, I'm doing all right. Like, or, or I'm on the right track. Like, you know, like, and so I'm not that you to count on the external world. I mean, I think that you can't have influence on anybody else until you really can influence yourself first. I mean, okay. I, but I think I, it also tells you if you're in the wrong direction, right? If they see you completely differently than whatever you're seeing yourself, that might be a wake up call for you to go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, you know, but I, you know, I mean, like if, if, if there was a camera in my house, well, there is a camera in the house, right? My husband's got <laughs> rings everywhere. Right. But if I, and, and it's interesting, like if really give yourself that test, like if you, if a camera were following you around every day, would you be proud? Would you be proud of what people saw? Would you be proud of like how you showed up in the world? Would you be proud that you, if, I mean, I mean, everywhere. I mean, a camera everywhere. Uh, I don't, the one thing <laughs> I'm always looking at is if people put their grocery cart back, right? Like I'm always uh, looking at love that. their grocery cart back, right? Would you be proud of every action that you're taking of how you treat people when you're out in a restaurant, would you be proud of like how you talk to your kids, how you talk about how you treat animals? I remember watching some YouTube of a, I think it was a football player and he brought he had his dog and then it showed him kicking his dog or something when he got in the house. I mean, see, I mean, you want to, you want to give yourself a good self-evaluation, a really good self-evaluation. And, and, like I said, like I had to up my, my husband's freaking amazing. My husband runs five miles every day, no excuses, no BS, no, I don't feel good, no nothing. Like he does it because he knows that that's his mental strength, right? So find something mm -hmm. that gives you your mental strength. For me, it's my, and everybody's, you know, it's awesome that everybody's talking about now. For me, mine is what I do first thing in the morning. I wake up every day. I mean, even... I remember today when I said it, I said it while I was picking up dog poo, you know, and I was picking up the dog poo and I said, today's going to be the best day of my life again. And I pre-assumed the day's going to be freaking kick-ass and rocking. And, and then I, I just, you know, and I just started, I get, and I just really get, and I, and I remember my I am statements. I'm loving, I'm honest, I'm passionate, I'm compassionate, I kick-ass, I'm full of faith, I'm God's girl, I'm too much tight, I'm a sexy salsa dancer, I'm an awesome coach, I'm a kick-ass mom, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm hilarious. And nobody can take that away from you unless you give it to them. And that's the problem is that we give our power away way too much to people. And then we don't get into action. And we go, oh, I'm this way because of that. You know, I mean, I, gotta, I could give you a really sad story, too, about when I grow up or shit that happened in my, excuse me, um, stuff that happened <laughs> in my life with regards to those things. But I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know that we're here to serve. So think about what is it, you know, are you showing up a thousand percent congruent? Are you aware of your actions with regards to everything? And just like you said, get out, 
get out of your own way. I mean, I'm, I, I, I know I'm, I'm the girl that kind of will kick you in the butt and I'll hug you at the same time, but I'm doing it because I know that there's more in you and know that what this is all about. So anyway, I hope that's helpful. You no, I think, I think it's, it is. I think it is. And, and you know, if I'm the only one, perfect, then I'm the only one, but I'm pretty sure everybody else listening and or watching is, is going to think the same thing. So I want to actually ask you something because you touched on it very briefly. And this is a conversation that uh, I've had with Gigi and I've had with a number of other people too, because I think it's uh, very purposeful. And I think it's something that a lot of people think to themselves, which is what if your backstory isn't bad? You know, we hear so many of these successful people out there that like ate trash and their parents beat them up or like some crazy thing like that. And I'm not like not even exaggerating. Those are actual stories I've heard from very successful people. And I'm like, you know, we sit here sometimes we go, well, you know, I didn't I didn't do that. Like I grew up in a really nice house. My parents both love me. They're still together. Like, you know, they never beat me up except for maybe a spanking here or there, which I probably right. earned. <laughs> um, so what, yeah. what would you say to that? I didn't have a bad I had an amazing, I had two ama amazing parents that loved me and truly, truly, especially my mom told me that anything was possible. I think my, my dad, amazing person, he um, was the, I think maybe he was, the, I saw him work so hard for us and ugh, you're going to make me cry. You know, my dad, it was amazing, but he didn't, my dad didn't have the confidence. Like I realized mm -hmm. like now as, as an adult, I thought my dad was like so strong and so right. this, but he wasn't like, he was very, very insecure about those things. And my mom. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think that you have to have <laughs> a crappy life in order to make a difference. I think you just need to live it. You know, I mean, the past is the past. How are you showing up today? Like, I mean, you're sure there were some things like, like whatever, like uh, that people go through I mean, even like whatever. But I don't think you need to have that. I think it's more about who are you now? Who okay. are you now? And who are you now? And are you showing up that way consistently? You know, Gigi will tell you it was, it was you know, I just finished uh, teaching. Um, I had the honor of co-facilitating um, the virtual life mastery that Tony just did. And everybody's like, oh, it's not going to work. It's just not. They're doing a cleanse at home and this and that. And um, what I... I don't know why. Uh, oh, I know. I showed up there and I think there were some people who didn't know me. You know what I mean? They just had never had an experience with me working with me or doing all of the things that I do. And they're like, wow, like you're really low maintenance. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, why wouldn't I be low maintenance? You know? And so the only thing that you can control is your inner state. You, you just, you know, how, you know, the, there was a great story I remember that they talked about, um, I think, I think I'm sure it's Tony that talked about it, that two guys that came back from Vietnam, they were identical twin brothers and they both came back and they both had their legs blown off and they mm -hmm. asked, and one was very, very successful. And the other one was, um, you know, like homeless and had had every like bad luck over and over and over again, took them in two different rooms and asked them the exact same question. And the question was, well, how could you come back and be the way that you are? Exact same question. And mm -hmm. guess what? They had the exact same answer. They said, well, how else could I be? Right? So whether you had a horrible experience growing up and all this tragedy and, you know, bless everyone who's gone through. I mean, there's so many people I know and I honor them and who they are and what they've done, uh, you know, and how they've made it through those tough times. But you decide. You decide how you're going to show up. 
right? Right. I mean, so the backstory is the backstory is the backstory, but I want to know who you are now. I want to show how I want to know how you're showing up with your kids. I want to show how you show up as a business person. I want to show up how you give. I want to know how you show up now. I mean, I like. I mean, it's nice. It's like a movie. Like it's the hero's journey. I mean, we always talk about the hero's journey. But are you the hero now? Are you the hero now? Are you inspiring people now through your actions? So, I love that. I love that. That's per. That's a perfect answer. I've asked that a couple of times from a couple of different people, and I always get very unique answers. So it's a it's a question I do like to ask when it seems really? relevant. So I appreciate yours. Oh, thank you. All right, perfect. Well, we're almost to forty five minutes here, so I just I want to be respectful of our listeners' time and yours. Um, where can folks find you? Check you out. See what you got going. I know you have a program as well. So where uh, where do they find you? Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, I want to say something really important as I share with you in the very beginning. Um, I am very much, that's funny. It's my friend now who's uh, pushing me, pulling me, as I would say. Um, I want to make it very, very clear that everything that I do, I always donate 10% of everything that I do, whether or not somebody's working, coaching with me, any products that I do. And I would encourage all of you with whatever that you're doing to do contribution first. Um, pay yourself first, <laughs> or pay yourself, and make sure that you know that you're giving back first. That would be my first request of anybody that's listening. I'm telling you, you will feel so good, and especially in times right now. The first place, unfortunately, where people usually cut is to projects that actually need support. So find mm -hmm. a project that you really love. And um, make sure to commit to to do something, whether it's money, whether it's your time. I would that would be my one request before I even talk about myself is just find find something that inspires you and go out there and I mean, like last week, I think my husband and I would have walked away with, you know, all ten dogs that were there that they were up for adoption, <laughs> you know, if possible. So find a passion, find something that inspires you that you want to help and give back to. Um, the second, so how people can find me, I'm at. You can find me on Instagram at I am Lauren. You can see there it's Lauren, L-O-R-E-N, Lahav, L-A-H-A-V. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm on all of the, you know, YouTube, all of those different places. All the and socials. Can, all those different socials. I'm sure there's going to be another one coming up soon. And um, I, my website is www.laurenlahav.com. And what I'm doing right now is I'm doing... I have a, a group, a small group of people just want to make a, you know, be a part of just a community of, of great people. I also have a inner circle group, but I also have a badass and beautiful academy, life and business academy. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be hiring about 20 different people to be coaches in different areas that I can really vet people and know that they're walking their talk and help them. You know, I'm very blessed. I feel that I don't, you know, it's really a passion project for me. And so, and then there's some other cool things that are happening as my friends texting me, asking me when we're going <laughs> to talk about when I'm getting them this proposal. So um, I really, I really appreciate you and Gigi for having me on. Um, she's an amazing woman and I can't wait to meet you as well, Bob. So absolutely. Well, thank you for being on. Truly appreciate it. And for all of you guys listening, anyone listening, checking in, watching, wherever it is, whatever time it is, we appreciate you. Obviously, uh, I have one small request. Please share this. That's it. That's the only thing for all this great hey, can content. We, that can we give here. something away? Can I give some things away? You want to just cer you? Awesome. You certainly can. Yeah. Okay, so um, I want to give some I am cards away, and I'll give some badass and beautiful um, cards away as well. So um, I don't know how you want your listeners to do it, or they can actually text 
Um, how about let me do this? Let me just remember, make sure I get the text right. So and then <laughs> I and I will just let me ask Danica what the text number is, but they can text true. Um, let me ask what's the what's the text, and then I'll tell you. See how thank goodness for my assistant. Um, and for the, for those of you listening, this is a great internet marketing tip, right? Have a nice little text word to a text phone number so that if you're on shows or being interviewed or anywhere, you can just simply drop it in and uh, start collecting names and information and provide value for folks. So it is 26786. So if they text TRUE, T-R-U-E, to 26786, and then um, the first ones that you'll let me know when this airs and I'll just make sure to monitor who's that. And I'll be giving out 10 sets of I am cards and 10 sets of badass and beautiful cards. So perfect. Let me know. All right. I love it. I love it. So that, that, that's for each and every one of you listening or watching. That's an incentive to make sure that you uh, drop in for new episodes as soon as they air, which is uh, they go out 4:45 AM on Thursday. So uh, Eastern 445. time. So ni- 4:45. Ni- nice and nice and early. Um, and then I have a podcast too, the Lauren LaHoff podcast. And I interviewed Tony. You probably might have seen. I interviewed him just a couple of weeks ago. And so anybody, if you want to just join that too. So it's all good. All right. Beautiful. I thank love it. You. Well, thank you for everyone for listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe, rate, review. That helps push this out to more folks. Truly appreciate each and every one of you. And we'll see you on another episode next week real soon. Thanks. Bye. This podcast is sponsored by 3 Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, 3 Degrees Consulting is your go-to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G-O, the number three, D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.